Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back and enjoy the show. You're listening to 5.5. Welcome back to this next season season number four of 5.5 where we are going to watch a lot of new 5.5 rated movies we're back to the good old formula that works someone who's also back it's amanda hello and tom (laughs) next to me it's peter hi so here we are we're back we have watched huh who are you oh at me I'm not important. I'm so glad we're back to the formula. The (laughs) 5.5 films. I know we tried something different last season by not talking about 5.5 films on 5.5. But I gotta say, it's good to be back. It's good to be back doing the classics. The the 5 spot 5, which is just... I mean, it's what we're about, really, isn't it? It's what we're about. It is. I'm glad we're doing them too. Feels good. Good. Well... Then let's not wait too long, let's jump into it. Like light camera action, it's time for the synopsis. This month on 5.5, we watched George, George, Georgia, the jungle, watch out for that. A man raised in the jungle by apes falls in love with a wealthy American heiress. Is that right? Heiress? Mm-hmm. Heiress? Heiress. You said Hairless. Hairless. I said it correct, Marty. No edit required. <laughs> Well, there is now. <laughs> so yeah, that's the movie that I watched, George of the Jungle. Um, I think there's not too much to say besides that, you know, this was an oldie but goodie. And I think everyone agrees. But just to make sure, let's go and have a have a listen for the one-sentence reviews. Is the one-sentence review! The best worst movie probably ever made. Life action cartoon that is so problematic that it isn't. The greatest advert for Nike Air ever. One and a half hour of monkey business. So yeah, I mean, sounds like everyone had a good time. So, but before we get to talk about it, let's just have a quick look at who was actually in the movie. It's time to hear about the crew. It's time to meet the crew. First off, we have the director Sam Weissman, who is uh, known for George of the Jungle, among other movies, uh, and also Mighty Ducks 2. Um, I don't know some, where, who knows Mighty Ducks. Amanda I probably rock- does because oh, yeah. they have to watch that <laughs> in Canada. Oh, it's part of the school education. It's a curriculum, yes. yeah. But not Mighty Ducks 1, just Mighty Ducks 2. Oh, no, Mighty Ducks 1 is, is, is probably the best one. Yeah, I definitely remember watching the first one, and I, I love, love that one. Yeah, you, don't you remember, get... I might have seen the second one. Probably. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen the, the ninth one, though. Um, yeah. But now that I have Disney+, Plus, I can rewatch them. And the TV show. Just keep going. Next, we have Brendan Fraser as George, our Tarzan dude. Um, he's known from The Mummy, 
crash and the mummy returns. Surprise! It's back. It came back. <laughs> Play, playing a character called Rick in all of those films as well. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> but Rick is not a shortening for George, is it? Like, Americans have a funny way of, like, shortening names in weird ways, but, like, not George and, like, this one actually isn't. Yeah. And can we just say that, like, Brendan Fraser is really at his best in this movie? Acting wise? Or? No. Physically. Physically. <laughs> Physically. Mm, thank you. Thank you, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Leslie Mann, who played Ursula Stanhope, also uh, known as our heiress, and Beardus notes here, Jane Imposter. She is known for Knocked Up, The Other Woman, and This Is 40. I actually had to go look up what other movies she was in. Um, I, I believe that I've seen Knocked Up. I don't really remember, though, but it's a, quite a big movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is 40. Is, is that a sequel to Knocked Up? Because uh, also playing a character called Debbie in Knocked Up and Debbie in This Is 40. Maybe. Maybe this was a you know a requirement for people starring in this film that they had to have starred in other films where they had only played characters by the same name. Maybe. It was also starring Paul Rudd, and we love Paul Rudd. Ooh, That's we do. true. We do. Up next, we had Thomas Hayden Church, who played Lyle Van de Groot, the evil fiancé. Very evil. And you might know Thomas Hayden Church from the following films. Sideways, Spider-Man 3, or Easy A. I actually just remember him as from like being the creepy dude in Easy A. Well creepier well like favorite teacher but then actually asshole dude right evil british guy i i didn't really recognize him when i watched george of the jungle but when i saw the show notes and saw that he was in spider-man 3 i was like oh yeah that's right he actually it's the same guy isn't it um are you saying that he means the sandman sandman yeah I recognized him, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what I recognized him from. He's just got one of those faces. I think it's just one of those faces, isn't it? I do think yeah. it's just you think they're in something else, like maybe a Bond villain or something. But like, no, you're not. Yeah, and finally we have the one and only John Cleese, who was playing an ape named Ape, very original. Uh, you might know John Cleese from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, all the other Monty Python skits, A Fish Called Wanda. And Monty Python's meaning of life. And he actually didn't play Ape, though. He only did the voice acting role for him. So he wasn't actually in the suits, as far as I'm aware. That character was actually played by multiple people, I think. Like, you had someone doing, like, the facial, and then someone else doing the... That sounds so wrong. Um, (laughs) And someone else doing, like, the body parts and stuff like that. Um... So for people not knowing what we're talking about, we're talking about a gorilla, so some people in a gorilla suit. Um, So, yeah. And everybody knows who John Cleese is, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. I didn't. (laughs) But um, every article I read made it very clear that he was probably the most famous people of all of these people we've talked about so far. (laughs) And I think... That's the rundown of some of some of the actors and actresses in this movie. So let's uh, jump into it and talk about it, shall we? 
what do we think about that then? The rich heiress Ursula Stanhope is touring a jungle somewhere in Congo or Uganda um, with a local guide named Kwame and three porters when her fiancé Lyle Fandergroot tracks her down with the help of the two poachers Max and Thor. Kwame, the local guide, tells uh, the group the legend of a white ape that rules the jungle, which gets Max's and Thor's attention. The next day, Lyle decides he wants to go home and as, as soon as possible, but Ursula wants to see apes, so Lyle takes her into the jungle against her better judgment. And obviously they're being attacked by a lion because lions hang out in jungles, and Lyle knocks himself out by stumbling, while Ursula gets rescued by George, our Tarzan wannabe hero, who swings in a rope disguised as a liana. He takes Ursula to his treehouse to care for her, where Ursula meets George's various friends, which includes Ape, a well-educated and talking gorilla, Shep, an elephant with a personality and behavior of a dog, and Tuki, a toko toucan. Obviously, our Tarzan and Jane wannabes are attracted to each other, and stories about cultural misunderstandings, poaching, abduction, planned weddings, upset parents, and Tarzan in San Francisco ensue. There we go. That That's the movie. There's nothing else to talk about, is that? That's perfectly summed up, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> what, what more could we say? I, I had a lot of issues leaving things out of the summary, because... I really wanted to make a comment about Tuki, the Toko Tukan, because Tukans do not live in Africa. Tukans are from South America. I, I, I don't think this movie is you know, aiming for having correct um, uh, you know, facts. No, and I mean, this is based. This is based on Tarzan and the Apes. Is that the title, or Tarzan and the, something like that of the original book by Edgar Rice Burroughs? And that had tigers in the jungle and lions in the jungle too. And like tigers don't actually live in Africa either. So you know, like it's kind of a hint back at its origins of like very bad information about what Africa is really like by an author who had never been in Africa. So. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know, yeah. I mean, this is this whole movie is like an homage to um, the George of the Jungle TV show from the 50s or the 40s, um, which honestly, like, it, it is a classic. It's so bad that it's good, and it just, it, it does... It doesn't, what I love about it is that it doesn't take itself seriously and like its role is just to be a slapstick comedy that's so over the top. It's fantastic and awful and fantastic. And all, all the small things that I absolutely just loved was, you know, because that's, that's a, 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 what you call like a guy who's always talking voiceover guy. Narrator? Mm-hmm. A narrator and then. Which is ape, by the way. Oh, is I it? I want to point out that that's actually okay. ape. But, but. Just you know, sometimes they just break the fourth wall, and, and the narrator is talking to the characters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's just that kind of humor is just something that's so freaking stupid, and I love it. And Apparently, for some that, reason, that, I just love it. That is something that was quite prominent in the cartoon series. Yeah, like oh, okay. the like never arguing with the narrator mm. is is a line that is actually like directly took from the cartoons and put in this. Okay, and yeah, I have to say, like the 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 breaking of the fourth wall, I think is I don't know sometimes you can really lose immersion from doing that especially if it's a film that's I mean in this case it's not trying to be serious so I think it's Mm. totally fine 
but there is ways of doing it that just complements the film and I think generally when it was done it was done in in an entertaining way Mm -hmm. I think a big thing that you have to see this movie as is don't actually see it just as a comedy or as a Tarzan movie but as a caricature of a Tarzan movie and I think that's really really important to remember and something that while I was watching it was really difficult for me to accept but then me actually reading about the history of Tarzan and like the history of Tarzan movies and stuff like that actually made this probably the least problematic Tarzan movie out there except maybe the most recent one that I haven't really seen um as like something because it is a caricature of like the big issues with what Tarzan movies actually are and represent um so like that whole slapstick humor and that whole like that whole setup of like breaking the fourth wall and like the characters and everything it's actually what makes this a movie that's acceptable and not problematic in the way that every single content that has been done about Tarzan has been in the past even including the um, cartoon what is it like like the Disney Tarzan animated movie that came out two years later which does not include a single black person in it not a single one because they didn't know how to deal with the issues of um, the history of what Tarzan is actually like and like how it was written and what roots it has because like something that people might not know as like people who might not have grown up with it like I did because I only grew up with the recent versions of Tarzan is that Edgar Rice Burroughs was actually deeply deeply racist Um, when Tarzan introduces himself to Jane in the book originally what he says is this is the house of Tarzan the killer of beasts and many black men that's the first line that Tarzan has in the book (laughs) wow Um, there's a lot of stuff that is very deeply rooted in white supremacy uh, a lot of paternalistic stuff around white men ruling over other people um, him being the king of the jungle and so there's a lot of deep-seated issues in what Tarzan represents and it was actually used as a um, means of um, like spreading racism in the past like it was very like consciously used that way the movies that have been made around the content of Tarzan. So, yeah. So, Done so with it, my rant, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just connecting onto that, because I, I definitely noticed in the way... Like, Lyle was obviously the, the big bad in this. But even mm-hmm. just the way he was speaking to, like, the porters and the, the guide as well. But I think he was always made to just look like an idiot for doing that. For, like, mm. yes. mistreating... The, the guides and, and talking to them that way because he was saying something and they just spoke in Swahili and they were just like yeah this guy is an idiot and everyone was just agree- like I think people watching it as well were just agreeing with them just like yeah, Lyle is an idiot <laughs> like he's a jerk he's an idiot and uh, like yeah everyone can see that everyone can see that how he's acting how he's talking to people is just it's just wrong and it's just evident to, to see that Well, and it's actually the only Tarzan movie until the most recent one that was done that actually has black people in roles that are funny and meaningful and they have good lines. Mm. They have really funny lines and they have, like, you know, in a meaningful way. They they were the best. It was just 
the scenes when where they were in just cracked me up so much. I think they were they were so good. <laughs> Getting away from that though, I want to point something out. Okay. So Tarzan grew up. Well, not Tarzan. George grew yeah, up with. We eight. need to make a specification here that this is George of the Jungle, yes, not Tarzan. Not Tarzan. Yeah. And while it's loosely based on the Tarzan story, it's not. They're not the same character. So we really do need to put that differentiation in here that this is not Tarzan. This is George yes. of the Jungle, who is a different character and is based on Jay Ward animated series from the fifties. Yeah. So George grows up with Ape, right? Ape raises him, and Ape is a really intelligent gorilla. But like, there are like there's civilization around it because we see George actually running in his Nike Airs toward from the civilization to the treehouse, and we see the poachers be in civilization and return to the treehouse and stuff like that. So it's definitely somewhat possible in a reasonable amount of time to reach the treehouse from civilization. So this ape is really intelligent, knows how to read, educated George to some extent, but didn't think, and he knew that George was a human, he didn't think to return George to humans at some point? Then there would be no movie. Obviously not, but like, why? Because then there would be no movie. Why would he? Because if he took, if he took him to the humans, then they would be like, oh my god, a talking ape. Also, oh, just do why it, did like... you take that baby boy, that white baby boy in Africa? But he's intelligent. He could just leave the baby in front of someone's door or something. I mean, that would be a crack movie. The, just the fact that we're discussing this, I mean, it's a freaking talking monkey. <laughs> they don't, I mean, <laughs> what's, what's the most game-breaking thing here? <laughs> Let's watch Beerta's cut of George of the Jungle, <laughs> where the plane crashed, the monkey goes, oh boy, I better return this. Five minutes later, the credits are rolling. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it happened in, a, you can imagine it happened in an alternate reality. You can imagine in, you know, in the George of the Jungle multiverse, that happened. That was one of the outcomes, but the outcome that they decided to make the movie from, he didn't get returned. So he could grow up to be a very strapping buff looking brendan fraser swinging from the vines because i don't know have, have we have you talked enough amanda about brendan fraser yet there is never enough talking about brendan fraser like honestly that man is a well, gem and we need to protect him with all all costs with our lives i mean i would take back a then. for him back then right oh no i 100 percent still agree brendan fraser okay. is incredible i love him and he is worth okay. protecting at all costs there we go. It is not just about looks, though. Definitely, he was at his peak in this film. While also at the peak of use of oil. Yeah. He was very <laughs> sweaty looking the entire time. <laughs> well, you would be too, Beerta, if you were swinging on vines in a jungle. It's a well, very like, hot clearly, work. I, well, and like clearly, when he had to run in his Nike Airs afterwards, he was very sweaty to the degree that he made himself green in the face from smelling himself. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. He just seems like he jungle life. He just seemed like he really enjoyed this film, though. Like, it, obviously, it was <clears> really goofy. And me and Amanda were talking this, talking about this a little bit before recording. That he is playing that character that's supposed to be lacking a bit of intelligence in a way Hmm. but I don't think I just think like he came across as this wholesome character that 
that Brendan Fraser, it just felt like he really enjoyed that movie, like he enjoyed making that movie. I don't know if it's true, I don't know if it was terrible, but from maybe testament to his acting in this, that it just came across, he just seemed like he really enjoyed every moment of this, and you just kind of believed him being this role, for sure. Mm-hmm. Much more than everyone else in this entire movie. Oh yeah, actually, sure. like actually, the the mom of um, Ursula is actually also relatively believable as a character. Like, there are some issues with that character too because it's that typical like crazy wife character that is a bit over the top. Like, that's actually my only issue with the like biggest issue with the movie because everything else is a caricature, and that one doesn't hit the mark of actually being a caricature. I think. Um, but apart from that, like I think she is actually really good too, um, mm-hmm. in how she portrays it. Yeah. What I love about this movie, um, actually, is that it highlights what a problem white people are. Um, in like a light-hearted way, um, with with plenty of eye candy. Let's be honest. Um, and, like, I think they do it really well, like, because there's there's a quote from the original TV series, the animated TV series, when um, George sees the white people first come in, and he's like, look, white man set up camp in jungle, and the ape ne- named ape says, well, there goes the neighborhood. And, like, that's 1967 um, that, that that first came out, and, like, we're already seeing that white people colonizing, like everywhere is a problem like it's a bad time and like the whole the whole film just just carries that theme through especially with like lyle but it's not it's not solely with lyle but it's like just there's so many so many things that that get brought up and and get touched on and like i don't know i think we all could have learned a little bit more from george of the jungle yeah Mm. i mean it's like and sometimes it's small things like max and thor Officially, when they get out of prison, they're being um, deported, right? Officially. But they don't ever leave the country and they just continue to do what they do. It's a really good picture of like people being expats in other countries and getting away with shit that nobody else would ever get away with. Mm-hmm. Or like her, um, Ursula, taking um, George to San Francisco by just paying a lot of money and like... Is there any expatriation being done? Like, he doesn't have papers. You can't tell me that he has a passport to just travel to, like, San Francisco. But, like, she can just take him to medical care to San Francisco. Like, like that. Oh, just they, because she has money and, like, They, you they know. just, you know, sent the, the passport by Bongogram. Well, that too. <laughs> Bongogram broke me. I love that so much. <laughs> I wish that we all still... Still? I wish that we all communicated with Bongogram. And if like you have enough friends. money... To be honest, if you have enough money, you can make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Even that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that. The comment, by the way, that you said, here goes the neighborhood. I'm pretty sure that's how aliens, you know, in, in our galaxies, thinking these days with all the millionaires going out in, into space. Mm-hmm. So I go. did see something else. Funny that you say that. I, I saw something else, like a uh, share on Instagram, that it was like, what if aliens are just billionaires from other planets? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we don't have time to even think about that because my mind's about to blow. Something else that blew my mind, and I know this is going to blow everyone else's mind. Did you know for the the sets of the jungle, the the ground 
was made out of mashed potato. What? Why? I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into it that much. I just, uh, <laughs> I've just found out that the the ground of the set was made out of mashed potato. Okay, that's just crazy. But the grounds looked so bad. Like the sets in general were really rather bad. But I mean, I think that was also kind of the point because that was the point, right? Like they're making a comic into a life action, and they they kept the comic elements, all of it. Like, you know, someone getting hit and turning in a circle the whole time from like the energy of it, right? Mm. Or like. There's so many aspects of like comic, not comic. Uh, what's the word? Cartoon. Cartoon. That's the word that I meant. Uh, cartoon humor and like physics in cartoons and like all these things that they just yeah, like kept sw- in the swinging into a tree and leaving the like outline of a yes. of a human. Yeah. And and it's also from that time where you know uh, CGI just started becoming a thing and you could definitely see that on on the elephant doggy oh yeah (laughs) was pretty to be honest up up until the point it wasn't bad bad but no it wasn't it wasn't it it wasn't for 1997 it it wasn't horrific i mean even the the parts where they were out trekking and you first saw the was it ape mountain or what it was that actually looked really good good. yeah must have been some kind of like green screen and then a model or something yeah i I don't know then they got on the bridge the rickety bridge and then suddenly that's when you started seeing oh (laughs) uh and then someone fell off the bridge and they were like oh don't worry nobody dies in this film it's like okay that's nice (laughs) it's like like, even that was really like it really looked like cartoon kind of set up right like the angles and the like proportions and things like that it was really a cartoon setup yeah, yeah they did just... a great job like keeping that original cartoon element um mm. yeah. that could have been like from roadrunner or something you know when like yeah. uh, coyote falls off and you just see him falling off the, the the cliff and just you know hitting the water below like no he's fine he's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right i think it's time for the judgment I think everyone is nodding, everyone is agreeing, so let's uh, let's hear what, what people thought. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So, it's been a while, but let's quickly run through how the rating works. Is it a stick? This is definitely a 5.5. Um, is it a bump? This is definitely better. It deserves at least 5.6. Oh, is it a bust? Nope. Stay away from this movie. It just—it's not five fi- worthy of the five point five. Um, that, that's here. Peter, um, use that. Use that. I was up. gonna say, why don't you go first for change, Marty? <laughs> no, I, I, I totally can. If you really want, do it. want me to. Just yeah, okay. Do it. A season four special. Marty goes first. There you go. So I have to bump this movie because I was so I loved it. I thought it was so good, and I remember having really good memories of it as well. And and I think that it even Kitty agrees that back in those days when she was not alive yet, um, it it was still great back then. Um, so yeah, it's a bump. So what do you think, Peter? I know that you rushed out of the room yesterday and were like, I'm scarred for life. How do you feel about it now? <laughs> so yesterday, I absolutely hated it. Yesterday, I would have given it a bust. Um, yesterday, I wanted to stop the movie in the middle of it because I absolutely hated it. And I'm, I'm very difficult with slapstick humor. It's really not my thing. Like, this whole movie, the whole humor, it's not my thing. 
computer is absolutely having, wor- working up to a bump here. It's got to yeah, be. <laughs> not a bump, but having, having read about the whole Tarzan stuff and like every single article actually mentioning this movie as like the one Tarzan movie out there that's like it's not a Tarzan actually movie. not that... <laughs> That's not being as problematic, and like that actually, you know, the whole spiel that I had earlier. Um, I think I have to revert that and like actually seeing it as a parody or like a caricature of what it is. And with that, I think it's better than I gave it credit for yesterday, and I have to give it a stick. So, a bump and a stick, it can still go anywhere because we know Tom hated it, right? Ooh, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. And I think overall... Overall, I think... I was thinking, like, this is a classic 5.5. This is... This is what 5.5 is all about. It's these type of movies. However, in your description, you say... You're going to bump it. Is it, you know, is it at least a 5.6? You know, I would probably say it is just a bit better than a 5.5. I am going to bump it. I think it does deserve just a little bit more than a 5.5. Probably not too much. Not, I'm not talking, I'm not talking in the eights or nines here, but I'm, I'm 5. definitely 5.5, 5.5, 5.5, 5.5, 5, for sure. Honestly, yeah, I think it's, it surprised me. And I think just as a, you know, a film that you might even just show to somebody younger as well and just get some entertainment out of it as an adult. I, I think it's it holds up pretty well and I think that it's just an enjoyable Disney film. There we go. Two bumps, one stick. Where are we ending, Amanda? Ooh, it's a tough choice for me, to be honest. Um, the reason this movie is so good is because it's so bad. Like, that is... That, that is the charm. That is the thing about the original 97 George of the Jungle movie. There have been so many iterations, and this is this is the original, aside from the cartoon from the 60s, 50s, whenever it came out. I don't know. And it's good because it's bad. And yes, we have Brendan Fraser being the sexiest he's ever been in his entire existence. And yes, it touches on like so many social and political issues and I love it I love this movie and this movie is the reason that we do this show this is why 5.5 exists so it for me I love this movie and I love this movie because it's a 5.5 because this is everything we stand for it's a stick there we go two sticks two bumps I guess it is a 5.5555 Tom (laughs) I think you're right I think that's where that's that's the conclusion of this (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That was the judgment. What do we do now? We just end the show, right? Are we done? I find it funny that oily Brandon Fraser got two bumps from uh, me and Marty, but not from... <laughs> you know, mate, I don't know, it's doing it for me. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. Did we just find out what Tom's kink is? Ta- not Tarzan films. <laughs> films that is a little bit like Tarzan but not that's it and and lots of oil apparently (laughs) lots of baby oil there we go anyway I think that's the end of the show a mashed potato don't forget the mashed potato the mashed potato as well we want to hear what your one sentence review are and you can totally do so on social media and someone knows where that is right 
Yeah, somebody does. Is it me? Oh, it is me. Yes, you can find 5.5 Review on social media at 5.5 Review. And we also have a website, I believe, which is 5.5.Reviews. There we go. That's it. That, that's episode one of season four. We did it. Let's all beat our chests. Oh. Manically. Oh. As we... Oh.